Welcome to the Leaders with Leverage podcast. I'm your host and negotiation expert, Susie Tomanchuk. It's time to be your own advocate and negotiate for what you really want out of your career. Not simply the next role or additional compensation. I want to show you that negotiation happens each and every day so that you opt in and say yes with confidence. Together with other business leaders, you'll learn the essential skills you as a leader need to become that advocate in growing your professional skills to increase confidence, gain respect, and become the future leader you're poised to be. And when you face a high stake situation, you're ready, no matter how high those stakes are. So let's do this. Let's lead with leverage. Welcome. This is Leaders with Leverage. I'm your host, Susie Tomanchuk, and this is a solo episode. This is a three-part series. This is the second of three, and I'm talking about the framework pace. And uh, I uh, let me just give you a little intro in case you're just joining this part, but I'll be really quick in case you're on number two of three and you've already listened to one, I would suggest that you go back and listen to the first one. It's about 15 minutes. So PACE is my framework that I talk about, and it allows people to integrate negotiation every day. And it's an easy way to think about it. It's the real pieces of a negotiation process, the PACE of a negotiation that is applicable for everyday Use usage. <laughs> and so I wanted to talk about it because I want people to be inspired to be able to say, I'm using this now. I use this. It's helpful to me. So PACE stands for prepare, aware, close, and evaluate. And these are the pacing of a negotiation. And it's why, why I think it's so powerful and impactful for people is we're inhibited many times we all have a different relationship with negotiation and what that does is it it makes us feel like we don't know how to approach it i will tell you when i talk about negotiation i must give this real confidence around it cuz i talk about it so much people that negotiate for a living will go, will say to me next time you have a training can you let me know cuz i want to take it because they feel like there's always something more to learn and i tell you that because There is. Negotiation has so many strategies, techniques, tools that you can use. Don't get get inhibited by all of the opportunities there are there. Just start. Start using that term negotiation. Start using the word leverage in your everyday, and you'll get more comfortable with it. I feel like we shun that as a negative thing that we're taking advantage of somebody else. And that's not how it needs to be. That's not how it needs to feel to the other side. It can be exploring the interests of both parties so that you can come to an agreement that works for everyone. Because at the end of the day, relationships are all about that longevity and not about that, I'm just going to take advantage of you. I'm that that car dealer. I'm going to get as much from you, and then we'll never see each other again. That happens very rarely. It's about the relationship. So we covered prepare. That's the P of pace. And now aware is 
of just having awareness of the moment. And when this is all about the sociological aspects, it's about what happens in the moment. What's tricky about negotiation is every deal is different and it's not just the deal points that are different. The people that are sitting around the table are different. And even if it was the same people, they're going through life in a different time period. So you can have people that may have stress on the outside that are showing up differently than expected in that moment because of of conditions that are happening around them. So awareness is being able to identify once you've prepared for all of the emotion, once you've prepared for uh, what you really want, all the leverage points, aware is, okay, you're in the moment. What's my plan? What did I prepare? And being able to think about you're in an objective state so that you can think about what does that other person need to understand where I'm coming from and to say yes. So that aware piece allows you to that you're so ready for your emotions, for all the deal points, that you can literally understand it from somebody else's seat so you can help them move through in a way that will get to the end that works for for you and the other party as well. So some of the key things around that aware piece is to remember that negotiation is about being creative and imaginative. We often think that we have a fixed mindset that this is the price or this is what they're selling and There's no room for questions or there's no room for thinking differently than you had expected. And let me tell you, this is a good example. This just happened to me a few months ago. I was on a hike with two of my girls and we were coming back from the hike and there was this fruit stand, um, like those big trucks where they, they just have come in from the fields and they've picked all this fresh fruit that now is available to you. And we're like, oh my gosh, we just got done with this hike. I wonder if they take credit cards because we didn't have any cash. So we, we walk up, we're very excited. And we, that's the first question we ask. And they said, yeah, we take credit cards. And we're like, sweet. And what I didn't realize in that moment, I made the choice that we were going to buy something regardless of any other conditions, because that was the hurdle that that I needed to overcome. So there's these little buckets of fruit. And I remember kind of thinking to myself, you know, that fruit doesn't look that great. I don't really like how that pear looks. But I just assumed, nobody told me that the basket of fruit was the basket of fruit. I could only buy the basket as it was laid out in front of me. So he said, well, which one would you like? And I said, I'll just take that one. So he takes the fruit, puts it in a bag and says, that's $15. And so I give him my credit card, no problem. So I'm walking away and I wasn't feeling that great. I wasn't really sure what it was, but I walk away, we get in our cars and we look at the fruit and it's not very good looking at all. Then it occurs to me that it was really expensive. It wasn't even a pound of fruit. We paid $15 for it. And the real hammer on it for me, or whatever you would say, the real cherry on top for me was 
there were stickers on the fruit, which means, yes, these people would have picked the fruit, but they didn't pick it from the tree. They picked it from the grocery store. They came in and, and, you know, they didn't tell me that that's, those were my assumptions of the situation. I had a very closed mindset. I was telling myself the story that I wanted to believe. Hey there, love this podcast? I'm taking 10 seconds out of this episode to ask you to leave an honest review. More reviews on the show help us to reach more professionals who are ready to lead with leverage. Now let's continue the conversation. So my awareness in that moment, my eye was off the ball. If we would have walked up and said, and before we walked up said, you know, if they take credit cards, let's see if we like it. Let's make sure it's fruit we really want. And let's not overspend. Let's be thoughtful around that. If we would have thought through some of this stuff, we might have not had such a, or me, such a closed mindset to the fact that um, this is what it was. So thinking creatively, if I would have said to him, hey, I don't really like the combination of this little basket. Can I have this and this and this? Maybe he would have said, yes, no problem. I didn't ask. I had a fixed mindset. I didn't assume that I could be creative in that moment. So that's one, is having awareness in the moment that it's a conversation, that it just because they said this is the number doesn't mean you can't say, well, are you firm on that? What are the other options? What are, uh, what are some of the things that somebody else has asked for? So that's the first thing to understand that every situation is not fixed. The second is thinking about silence. We all know that silence is powerful. And I always joke with some of my students that it's not just silence, it's awkward silence that we need to practice because that's where it really gets uncomfortable. And yes, it's hard to do, but practicing silence allows you to understand what's on their mind. So there's two best practices about silence. One is when you get done with your offer or answering the question that you wanted them to say, to to answer, stop practice silence. When we're nervous or we're uncertain, we tend to just keep talking. But when you practice silence, just cut it off, have a plan. Part of your prep should be planning when you're going to insert silence. And then the other side of using silence is when somebody else puts an offer out or says something, when you practice silence before you jump in, they may add a little more they may feel a little uncomfortable and give you some additional information that'd be helpful to you. You know, we listen the worst to the people that are around us the most because we anticipate their cadence, the things they're going to say, the answers they're going to give you. So when you practice silence, you disrupt that cadence that people are used to. And it can really create some additional benefit or just different di- additional dialogue that can be helpful to you and to the deal. So the second one is the power of silence. The third one is never agree to the first offer. So often when we get into a situation or a negotiation, we just want to get it over with. So we want to take it. And we, you've probably heard, don't, don't agree to the first offer. And that's true because there could be more. 
always take an offer and say, okay, I appreciate this. Let me think about it and make that a best practice. Or can you give me time? Do you mind if I just step out for a minute and think about this? Because even if it's the best thing you could have possibly wanted, and it was exactly what you wanted, you need to kind of get some objectivity because whether you're surprised in a good way or surprised in a bad way, now you're cloudy. You're a little bit cloudy. And so taking that space will allow you to think it through. Um, It also, the other benefit is to the relationship. If you were to accept the first offer and you immediately say yes, because they offer you twice of what you thought or exactly what you wanted, and you're like, oh my gosh, glad to have this over, that signals to them that they could have gotten you for less or that they left something on the table. So it's an ego killer for them. So using that as a best practice is good for your to increase your offer, but it also helps the relationship. And then the the fourth thing is you prepare so much that there are a lot of assumptions that you can make that the other person, how they're going to answer, what's important to them. And you may know that and you may be exactly right, but be cautious about being too assumptive. Allow them to tell you what they want, what's important to them, even if it's a spot on to what you expected. Really lead with curiosity because you want them to feel a part of the process. You want them to be able to articulate what's important to them. When we coexist, when we have great conversation to one another, being a good listener is not just being quiet and saying, mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. Actually, good listening is about interjecting and helping the other person that you understand what they're saying and giving them space to articulate what's important to them. And there's research that shows that amiverts, which are the middle of extroverts and introverts, are the actual best at closing deals and sales. And it's just because of that, they they allow there to be balance. They tell a good story. They articulate their frame really well to the other side, but they listen in a way that the other person feels that they were heard. So that balance of not being cautious about your assumptions, asking more out of curiosity, and don't assume even if you know you know, or don't even tell them that you had already anticipated that. There's no room for who's winning here. You just want the outcome that you want. So awareness is about being in the moment and being at your best, being able to anticipate the conditions that you'll be facing so that you can show up in the best way possible to get to an end that you're really comfortable with. So that's awareness. So the four points that you can start using right away is to really remember to use creativity and imagination. Don't get fixed in this is the way it's supposed to be. Just assume that negotiation is possible. Know the power of silence and use it in a way that's powerful. After you make a point, after they make a point, be thoughtful about just sitting in the moment. Never agree to the first offer. 
for the good of your deal and as well as for the relationship and their ego. And then don't assume you know. Lead with curiosity, ask a lot of questions, and allow the other side to articulate what's important to them. Don't assume. So that's aware. That's part of the pace of the negotiation. And a really important one because it's hard sometimes to sit in front of that and be able to gain clarity about what you need to do. And like I said, understanding the conditions so you can show up at your best. I hope this was helpful. I would love to hear how you've used being aware in the moment in a powerful way. One of these things, think about, just take one, insert silence, ask a lot of questions, use creativity. Tell me how you're using it today, today, tomorrow. Start using it right away. So PACE is prepare, aware, close, and evaluate. We're going to talk about close and evaluate in our final series of three. This has been two of three. So thanks for joining me. And um, if you've enjoyed this, please share it with somebody. I'd love to inspire others to be able to put these practices, these tips, techniques into use right away so that they can understand with confidence their own leverage to allow themselves to show up in a way that's powerful for them. This is Leaders with Leverage. Thanks for joining me. And um, until next time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Leaders with Leverage. If you're ready to continue your professional growth, commit to accelerating your career development and say goodbye to that anxious feeling in your stomach anytime you need to advocate for yourself, then get my book, The Art of Everyday Negotiation Without Manipulation. In this book, you'll learn the essential steps to take before entering into any negotiation or conversation, any interaction in your day-to-day. You'll discover what the other party really needs and be clear about what you're going after. You'll bust through your fears and boost your confidence and embrace that negotiation truly happens all around us. Head to the link in the show notes for more and you can even get a bonus if you buy it today.